Welcome back to Talk and Shopify, the e-commerce strategy podcast for businesses serious about growing their brands. Brought to you by Zyber, New Zealand's leading e-commerce experts and Shopify Plus partner, we'll be here every week with a new episode to help you uncover the secrets to scaling your business for long-term growth. We'll share our knowledge and insider tips with the help of some amazing industry guests. Let's talk shop. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It is another episode, Talking Shop with Zyber, and you will see that we have got people in the studio. How weird is this, Leo? It's a little bit weird. Right? It's, it's weird, but it's nice. It's nice to have people, and I know we're going to introduce them in a second. Yeah. Um, but how are you, sir? Yeah, not too bad. I think uh, we were talking about it before. It's uh, It feels like things are coming back to normal. You know, we've got a lot of people coming back into the office. There's a vibe. There's an atmosphere. Yeah. Um, takes a little bit to get used to. I feel like I'm a little bit ang- anxious this morning. <laughs> it, it feels that way. It feels real like there's traffic, you know, in, in, in all the office space. Like, yeah. Why are there people talking? Like, yeah. what's going on? So it's nice to be out of the house in the real world, and now we've got two amazing people here today with an amazing application and we're going to get right into it. Do you want to do the intros? Yeah, I can. Absolutely. So today, guys, we are joined by John Gregoriadis, founder of Spot Risk and his uh, co-founder, Jordan Lewis. And uh, this is a topic that we've never actually spoken about, which is really risk. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it to the pros clearly, but um, kind of fraud analysis, uh, risk and uh, fraud prevention, risk analysis. I'm definitely going to leave it up to this every guy. Merchant, guys. Every merchant hates a chargeback. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, and before we bring this, did you know uh, this? If you have too many chargebacks on your Shopify store, you can lose your Shopify payments. Did you know that? Well, and then you got to go to a third party payment gateway. <laughs> no one wants that. Imagine losing old shop app. Why and would all you that? do that? That's bizarre. I didn't know that. No. So, so you got to be cautious that wow. you don't have chargebacks. And that's why we have the pros. So, wow. guys, welcome on the show. Thanks for having us, guys. No worries. Beautiful. I think probably a really good place to start for the audience. Uh, And some are watching, most are just listening. So uh, maybe just give them a really good understanding of, you know, who you are, how you found your way in e-commerce and how you ended up on this couch today. Maybe we can start with you, John. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So, um, yeah, hi. Um, It's great to be here. It's great to actually see people sit down and talk. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having having me. Um, Yeah, my name's um, John Grigriatis. I've... um, you know, um, I guess first off, I'll get it out of the way. Um, I'm a proud father. Um, oh, outside nice. of that, I'm uh, of two little girls. Wow, um, good stuff. Outside of that, I um, really love technology and business. And um, I guess bringing them together has always been a passion of mine. Um, so I studied tech, tech when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, studied at uni. Um, but while I was working at uni, I worked in retail, um, you know, bricks and mortar retail. Um, but I've always had a fascination with e-commerce itself. So I was uh, following Shopify as it was uh, being founded and built a few um, websites on it and tried a bit of drop shipping. Beautiful. Um, yeah, nice. You know, always got a bit stuck. So I'm always envious of merchants that have built business and built their mm. careers around it. Um, and I've always wanted to be a part of that space and help. So, um, yeah, yeah, that, that's a little bit about me. Beautiful. Um, but, yeah. yeah I appreciate yeah. it. How about yourself, Jordan? Well, I can't go past saying I also have two young, uh, lovely boys as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lovely partner. So on top of that, um, I've worked in the tech scene uh, where I met actually John around six, maybe slightly longer now, six years ago. Oh. On top of that, uh, always worked in retail, bricks and mortar retail, and as well as online. My family business is a wholesale, but also an online business that my father set up. So always been close to bricks and mortar. And as I guess times change more into omni-channel retail, both through 
working at Vend back in the day with John, uh, right the way to having dabbles in our own e-commerce stores and selling things online. I've had a Shopify store and kind of fulfilled things from the from the garage, you know, from time to time. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Oh, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah we have a way to go. Yes. There's, there's, there's a real problem, I guess, that some of these small merchants are facing, and that's why we, we jumped into to, I guess co-found Spox together. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That it's not is just small awesome. merchants. This is everybody. This is yeah. global. You're, you're, you're downplaying this. <laughs> Fair. I it, think, is a, it is a big issue worldwide for sure. Yeah. So as some people have the luxury and the cash flow to be able to pay for some of these things. Um, you know, those are those larger merchants that can see the ROI and have been hit by it before. Yeah. Um, we're seeing some of those smaller merchants are the ones that are kind of being hit with problems but unable to f- afford a solution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'm I'm curious. I've got a big retail background. In my sort of early 2000s as well. Um, where, which retail did you were you working in? It's a good question. For yeah. me, um, I was working for Telecom. Telecom. I was yeah, working for the opposition. Vodafone. Yeah. Vodafone. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Telstra Clear as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. I, was I, I grew. I was in Christchurch. So ah, gotcha. um, Telecom or Spark. Yeah. Now um, yep. was a lot bigger in the South Island, I think, than the North Island. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I should. Say that, but no, yeah, yeah, don't know. Sure. you guys want to arm <laughs> I don't work there anymore. So yeah. <laughs> people are like, most yeah. people probably do, only the, yeah. uh, the more mature uh, audience, like, yeah, telecom. You know that the younger yeah. ones are like, what's telecom? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was quite, uh, I was, I was quite young when I, because I was in, in yeah. uni when I got there, and I was nice. sort of transitioning from being the real formal suit based you know, um, mm. mobile consultants to being a bit more hip. Yeah, um, yeah. It, that, so that sort of came in. I think the, the, the hang- Vodafone. Huh? Would that be the pressure of Vodafone was kind of like the young, cool? And they hip. were cooler, right? Yeah, I they think were, so. I think marketing. so. <laughs> yeah, and I think Bell South was kind of, you know, back in the late 90s. That's mm. what I think Vodafone right. or Telecom used to be called Bell South, That's I believe, right. or something. Anyway, yeah, that definitely did flow. And we started wearing T-shirts. When I started at Vodafone, yeah, which collared, you know, search and everything, and they slowly downplayed that. And was, I think it's Sony Ericsson, Motorola, Nokia, they started coming in. They want to be real hip, sponsoring music events. They wanted yes. to cater to a younger yeah. audience, right? So yeah. it just makes sense. And we we quite often talk about it here, like those same things that you know you take into consideration when you run a retail store. These are the same things we preach to people when it comes to the e-commerce. You know, exactly. the shop window is just a digital screen that people are looking at, and uh, but all the, all the other things are so similar. So I always love to hear about people's uh, past retail experience. Did you mention yours? Yeah, so um, I worked uh, very early on at Route sixty six, which ah, was actually new unfortunately just closed down. Um, oh. Learned a lot from uh, Todd Mayo. Um, nice. My mother actually worked for Kevin Mayo previously okay. before in the Three Bears location, right. in the same place in Newmarket. So yeah. um, I guess he was the one of the OGs of bricks and mortar retail um, yeah. in New Zealand. So pioneering that, uh, worked at Calvin Klein as the area manager for Calvin Klein awesome. Jeans uh, for the New Zealand stores and then moved to Trelease Cooper where I was managing the wholesale wholesale and retail oh, uh, distribution and inventory management across the New Zealand and Australian stores. Amazing. Just a small little brand. Yeah, yeah. It was Doing fun. pretty well. Um, yeah. You know, one of two or three uh, guys <laughs> at an amazing business run by some amazing women yeah. uh, and dealing with beautiful Expensive dresses. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, my heard. wife enjoyed my clothing budget more than that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, the, the, the sort of second part to my question was really like how you guys sort of found your way into spot risk. But I think before we get to that, it's probably worth maybe just talking to people about, you know, what is spot risk and what is the kind of the the, the need you guys saw here and the gap you're trying to fill? Yeah, I can jump on that. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah um, sure. so Spot Risk is a fraud prevention platform, mm. but um, at a high level, it's a risk prevention platform. We saw a gap in the market where obviously, as everyone listening to this knows, e-commerce is rapidly expanding, but we were seeing kind of close to 20% year-on-year increases in fraud 
rate across Shopify stores, but just across the board. Yeah. Uh, we looked at the existing solutions, as I mentioned before, those price points were really expensive. They were more around chargeback insurance and kind of, um, and, and you had to pay for that rather mm. than just giving you the confidence and fulfilling the orders. And we knew that Shopify was doing their own work in that space. We had people, you know, at the payment level doing their work in that space, but we realized the order fulfillment space was where people were, I guess, feeling the most disempowered. Yeah. We wanted to help them uh, make the right decisions when shipping the orders so they didn't need to worry about chargeback insurance, essentially eliminate chargebacks or reduce them substantially for a fraction of the cost is what was out there, mm. while also bringing you some of the tech that I think John could, um, you know, brought to the table that we could do better than the existing solutions. So awesome. new features that other people couldn't do. And a lot of those things were mm. actually from some of that experience we had in bricks and mortar retail and yeah. applying um, yeah, we can maybe talk about those features later, but applying some of those patterns and psychology you learn seeing a potential shoplifter in a store. Mm. Um, and also, you know, if we, we go back to the 90s, you remember everyone with kind of the big security gates, the die packs and like all of those things that were the most like heavy handed approach to um, physical security. Yeah. And then the others had nothing. So it was like very heavy handed or nothing protecting your store. And now you look at every bricks and mortar store, they all have something. It's very yeah. passive. It's hard to see. But as a shopper there, you know that walking out with this garment or that item will set off alarm bells. Yeah. We wanted to take that analogy and put it in e-commerce. Love it. Yeah. yeah no, I was He's gonna, good, isn't he? He, he is very good. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're talking about the, um, the patterns that you see when there's mm. going to be some fraudulent activity uh, online and let's say offline. With with retail, you know, what were some patterns that you see when someone comes? Is it always like scratching their face? Yeah, they're like, like they're just edgy. It's it's funny. It's and it, I will talk about one of the features we have, which is that um, on-site behavior tracking and pattern yeah. analysis. So okay. we can see on a store what a regular shopper looks like, and this is the AI machine learning, and then what someone who's doing a fraudulent behavior. And you know, that might be looking at a product description or not. It might be sorting by most expensive. Your browsing time is going to be shorter and you're going to purchase expensive items in a very mm. different way than a real shopper does. Um, we knew that occurred in um, bricks and mortar as well. And we always used to have a game, my assistant manager and I at Calvin Klein, to like spot the person. <laughs> yeah. And then it was yeah. trying to figure out, did they actually try it on at the end? Yes. Um, and a lot of the time experience would show like you can you can spot those people. It is the scratching of the face, but it's actually hard to pinpoint. Mm. It's yeah. actually say that is why this person, it's, it's a collection of everything. And yes. that's why the machine learning approach, I believe, for website behavior tracking is really important because it's not one or two things. It's that. If there's subtle things that are different to the 99.9 percent .9 of shoppers on this website or in that store yeah mm. that's awesome i love that because i was going to ask like how how are you detecting this what is the ai and you just you know briefly answered there the shopping behavior of looking for something that is the most expensive short period of time add to basket and check out are there any other sort of signs? Yeah, absolutely. So we take kind of the classic signs around the card, the payment details, mm -hmm. the delivery address. We want to book in that with the closing the loop around the fulfillment. So knowing more about the buyer and the actual customer rather than just the payment and the address mm. associated with that. So we're kind of bookending it. It's like the, the payment side is a solved problem in our opinion or is an increasingly solved problem. We want to make sure we know what happens before you try to place the order and what's happening after you place the order. And, and Shopify doesn't do anything before the order. Not so this is where you guys are really coming in. Yeah, And they can't, they don't um, share information uh, across merchants. So we have a network effect that, um, you know, if one, uh, we've got, you know, a Zyber customer, for example, has uh, a fraudulent purchase. They block that customer. That will flag 
on the Spotrus network for another Zyber customer. So mm. it's not like they're fighting it themselves. They're this collective knowledge. And we do see kind of patterns with online fraudsters, you know, going through Auckland e-commerce, uh, I guess, digital electronic yeah. stores or jewelry stores or mm. drop shippers as well as another quite a common one. I think it enables us to build a bit of a, it, 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 the idea behind it actually is to build a bit of a community, right? Like yeah. you come together and that, that's what, I mean, going back to the idea of bricks and mortar, you know, you would have, you'd be able to go next door and talk to somebody about their experiences having a bad actor, so to speak, coming in or uh, increase in theft, you know? So it's the same principle there, but online. Yeah. And I think that has been really untapped. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, just remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up a free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at clavio.com. That's K-L-A-V-I-O.com. I'm thinking to myself, you know, at at a very high level, there's, there's there's not a lot of discussion in and around this that I've been aware of. And I've been in e-commerce a lot. And every now and then you hear a customer like, oh, I'm really struggling with this chargeback. And I think one of one of our customers who's a very, you know, large tech retailer, he was one that brought it to my attention when we were sort of in the initial early scoping phases of, you know, bringing him over from Magento to Shopify Plus. And he was like, fraud prevention, like what's Shopify Plus going to do for me? Is it the best? And, you know, it's what is 3DS, that sort of security level, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I, you know, I'm going to put it, take it on turn and say like I didn't actually even recommend to him to like look at a third party, you know, risk prevention fraud analysis sort of tool because um, yeah, just wasn't skilled on it enough. And I think the reason why people don't really talk about it is you know a lot of times when people get broken into, they're ashamed of it, yes. right? Like they're actually like they they feel like oh, I've been ripped off. I don't want other people to know. Mm-hmm. It might diminish you know like my status. And so yeah, I love the fact that you can you can plug this in. Plus, you know, it's talking to all the other, you know, uh, spot risks out there and like updating the entire platform. So stores are actually helping each other um, as it goes. And I assume like it just gets smarter and smarter. Do you want to elaborate a little bit? I mean, I know you don't want to give away the secret source, but you mentioned some machine learning earlier. Do you want to tell people a little bit more about sort of that component of spot risk? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably pass to the expert. Obviously, machine learning and AI is an always on journey to yeah. say that we've yeah. got like the most advanced oh, no, no, AI no, no. now is probably we're at the beginning of that journey mm. um but we're definitely able to better a lot of um than, than what's already existing in yeah space. No, i think there's a lot of merchants journey. out there that might be considering this and i think everybody should anyway um you know just for them to sort of understand that it's not just something you're going to plug in there and it's just going to sit there stagnant exactly. um, so yeah yeah talk about yeah. that always yeah, like do. we're always working in the yeah. background right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that, that's the key thing i think you know um as as we it's going to sound very um, Mark Zuckerberg, but as we collect, the, oh, <laughs> as, as we collect, as we, seeing as we collect the data, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about privacy actually, because you know when we say data, we don't mean that we're ingesting um, everything. We're, we're anonymizing the data. We're, mm, we're keeping course. it safe, and you know everything like that. So I'll get that out the way. But that that data basically enables us to understand um, and build machine learning and decision tree making that is unique to your store so it's profile to your um online um online store basically right yeah. um and then based off that so say take for example you know if you, if you think about a store somebody will come in and you know you get customers coming into your store and looking at particular areas like you'll have a hot product 
you know, that people will go over and that's your hot area. You know, you try to move merchandise around to get people to, to, to pick up stuff that you want to move. And it's the same for e-commerce. You know, you're positioning your products at different, you know, above the fold, below yep, the fold. Yep, yep. On the homepage, yeah, big CTA, yeah. Yeah, big CTA. Or, yeah, you know, you're um, emailing up. Now, the, the, so the way SpotRisk will, will work is that it knows where those hotspots are on your page and that's part of the machine learning, right? And it mm. goes, okay, cool, you're changing things up and it can adapt to that because it understands statistically how people are interacting with your site. And and the same goes for your order, order values. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we've got, there's so much that you can do with that, you know. I mean, you can look at data or patterns across countries. You can look at it across areas. Yeah. Um, and it just builds that, like, like I was mentioning before, that community effect. Um, and then the idea is with all this fancy machine learning is that we can uh, go ahead and, you know, um, the, the outcome of it is to be able to detect, obviously, risk that's going on in your, on, in your business, mm. you know, online, um, as well as educate. So um, as our machine learning grows, it's a bit like flywheel effect, the better our education can be to the the users. Yeah, yeah, and criminals are getting smarter day by day. So the the tools that you use to prevent this, you know, if I bring it back to bricks and mortar again, you now see like they're talking about it a lot in the last year, RAM raids, all these sorts of things going on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, big, massive steel bollards in front of all retail stores, just going to be something we've got to deal with now, you know? So, and just putting up steel bollards in in front of e-commerce sites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trying to stay ahead of the curve, you know what I mean? You know, the the online, um, I was thinking about this because I saw the, 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 the relative recent news around RAM rating, mm. you know, the online version of that is um, a data breach that's happened in a different different area, right? Like you've got these big companies that do get data breaches. Yep. It's just a matter of fact of security. Yep. And that information ends up on the dark web and yep. somebody will purchase that information and take it off the dark web and then use it to attack your mm. online store yeah. um, and try to you know, basically breach accounts or your customers' accounts or hit you with a whole lot of fraudulent... Um, had this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I've had the same happen to me where obviously they somehow was able to see what I used as a username and a password. And then or they must just go to so many different types of websites and just try it to see if I've got an account. You know, there's like on online trading companies. I saw a, a login there the other day, um, all sorts. So yeah, that's scary stuff. Like that customer identity is actually a big part of yeah. where we want to take it and is moving away from singular purchase and more around who is that buyer and so mm. we're moving in that space to look at this the social profile so as a machine i guess we go out and we go right based on what we know about that email address are there social profiles associated as a facebook linkedin disposable yeah. email addresses and all of those things to go kind of behavior payment customer profile order dispatch and then bringing all those signals together to really go like should you ship this order or not? Okay, awesome. Well, I mean, while you're talking about that, it's probably a good segue. I wanted to ask for those merchants listening that currently get an order, look at the details, fulfill the order, and away it goes, and then they get a chargeback. Like bringing spot risk in, if we can maybe just go through the user journey, like how does that impact you? Explain to people like what that would add to their sort of fulfillment journey. Yeah, absolutely. So we're not a product that you need to look at every order that is placed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spot risk will pull an order out if it's flagged into our UI. We have kind of a flagged past and an escalated process. Mm -hmm. So if it's a flagged order, you can then go into like substantially more detail than what Shopify will show you in that kind of very small green, orange, red light and really drill down into lots more details about all of those different signals we mentioned earlier um, so once you've got that risky order flag you can then choose to 
decline it essentially, which is going to just going to refund it and obviously uh, put the inventory back into stock. You can also choose to escalate it to us, where we can do, and that's part of the machine learning. We can actually do some more detailed analysis and then provide a bit of a summary and our recommendation above Beautiful. and beyond what the UI does. Or you can approve uh, that order and decide it is okay. And again, that's a slight point of difference is if you do decide it's okay, there's not that chargeback insurance at the end of the day, but you're kind of, as one of our customers said, for just a few coffees a week, you're kind of safeguarding yeah, um, and it's the chance it. of it happening in the first place. And, and hopefully you leave that like more educated about what you do with the next order that comes yeah, through. You know? um, yeah, or your staff, you know, it's helping also, them yeah. learn to be able to identify these yeah. things as well. 100%. Yeah, it's pretty cool out. See, I told you. I know you told me. The subscription market is predicted to grow nearly $500 billion by 2025. As a fast growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution, helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Recharge powers the growth for over 15,000 subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omni-channel brand, subscriptions strengthen your brand's relationships with your customers and make it easy for consumers to make repeat purchases. With subscriptions, merchants are able to experience predictable revenue, increased customer loyalty, and higher average order values. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Get started today with the subscriptions payment solutions trusted by over 50 million subscribers worldwide by heading over to rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. Now, Spot Risk uh, has a, a little mascot, Spot the dog. Oh, I love it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a telecom thing. I, would, I just saying before, it's like, um, well, they didn't trademark it, so we there did. Um, so it. they missed the boat on that one. <laughs> so we've got Spot the dog now. Um, <laughs> oh, so, did Telecom ever Spot the dog? You don't know. It's How probably Jack Russell. Must I must be, be, I must be way Running too down old. the street. Yeah, uh, on a skateboard. Swim, yeah. swims in a swimming pool I was clearly just all red cool. all Vodafone oh, nothing about television <laughs> blocked it out you've been indoctrinated well yeah. now Spot has three I believe three uh, statuses that he can be passive there's alert and there's active with Spot what do those three statuses mean? Yeah, let's start with active and, and work back. So active is basically a setting where um, you're you're very conscious of fraudulent orders. You've been hit in the past quite a lot and you want to make sure that spot and spot risk as an application is reviewing anything that is potentially fraudulent. So some of those like earlier signals which might not make up a seriously fraudulent order and the kind of the ranking system would still be pulled into that flag for a manual review. Okay. Obviously, we've got active and then passive. Um, it's just a scale, really. So one's going to flag all of the orders with any sort of risk. The other one's only going to flag the highest amount of risk. So because it, it, I said we're kind of a passive thing that works in the background, we send you a notification when there's an order flagged. Mm, and right. so re merchants don't want to be you know, hit 10, 15 times a day with emails because you'll lose confidence in the system. So it's one of those ways you can set the default threshold, but also the machine learning will slowly refine kind of what a good score is for yeah, you yeah. over time as well. So okay. particularly important when you first configure spot risk to be like, oh, no, I'm getting 10 fraudulent kind of alerts a day. And that's because you you want it to be really sensitive and essentially really alert for okay. that setting. Yeah, that's really good to know. And do I see these notifications in the order 
page at all? Like, you know how I see the Shopify one now is spot around in those areas? Yeah, or? so we haven't brought it into, into Shopify yet. And that's because okay. we are actually looking at multiple e-commerce uh, yep. platforms initially. We do we do see a really good how kind of... How dare you? I, I, I have to go there. Like, <laughs> we've seen great examples of like a native application working within Shopify and we definitely want to want to do that. Nice. Um, we're also mindful of, you know, you mentioned Shopify Plus mm. and things, other people fulfilling from Sin7 or Dear Inventory or yeah. other platforms where perhaps the dispatch staff need to see that info and they're not actually in Shopify ah, at all. Okay, so, so these are the notifications will be going to all departments. Exactly. The oh, dream would be... Um, what we're trying to achieve here is the people that are getting paid to pick, pack and dispatch focus on doing their job. Anything that's fraudulent is pulled to the side where someone probably paid a bit more or with a bit more accountability mm. has to make that decision about whether to ship or not. What we're seeing in the past is that higher paid individual is actually eyeballing all of the orders to see yes. if they're okay before it goes to fulfillment. Yes. So we're just trying to, you know, we say bring confidence to order fulfillment and then everything else can be kind of pulled to the side and analyzed. And that still happens in the spot risk UI, but yes. we do want that to kind okay. of enter the Shopify UI, but also, as I mentioned, other third-party systems you might be using. To the same effect, like what could you use spot risk with? It actually works with any other fraud prevention yeah, I was system ask as you well. That. Mm. Um, so we built it in a way that you can see what their score is, you can see what Shopify's score is, and you can see what our score is. Awesome. You can make up your mind whether it's working for you or not. Um, we also have a free plan, so you can do that for free. And if you get value, they can essentially validate it and connect in a few seconds. So That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. we'll obviously put the links down into the, in the description of this uh, for you guys to go and check that out. Um, and yeah, I was literally going to ask you that question next, like how do people use it with some of their current tech stack? But you brought up an inter interesting thing there, and I want to just ask you a little bit of a, uh, a different question. Do you think Shopify out of the box is a lot more secure than some of the other e-commerce platforms there in their payment gateways? Or do you think everyone's vulnerable in the same way? They are one of the few that have their own inbuilt gotcha. system. Um, we set ourselves a high bar to actually integrate with Shopify first because yep. we knew if we could better their system and have merchants trust us rather than the Shopify recommendation, that put us in a good stead for big commerce or others where there yeah. is no inbuilt protection. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, for those merchants listening, I've actually seen the UI. This is something that you don't have to be scared of. Anyone can use this. Um, I think it's definitely worth checking out. You know, it's, it's a beautiful UI and just bring it back to that spot risk thing while you were talking about alerts and passive. I was thinking about the dog in the yard with the gates up, parents aren't home, dog is on fire, you know, like that. Dad's home, da da da. He might let his mates in, but uh, you know, anyone else, he's still going to be on fire. That's right. So I think it's so smart. And you guys mentioned, I think you mentioned to me that uh, this app or this business that you guys are starting up is something that you're doing as a, a side business at the moment as well. And um, tell us a little bit about the interesting Sunday nights. You mentioned the, your wives are pretty happy that you guys are getting to a stage where this is now out there and yeah. could, could maybe start making some money. <laughs> That's right. I think what you can do. I think what we do at our full-time jobs um, at, I guess, quite um, large SaaS companies, yeah. we can realize how fast you can build products and ship day-to-day. Yeah. Um, -day. I think we're very proud of what we've done yeah. after hours. There's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and those uh, family we mentioned at the beginning deserve to shout out because they have. Awesome. I mean, in every business owner listening to this has been through the same scenario. You know, the blood, sweat, and tears and the sacrifice that that family has to put in to get you off the ground. Um, to that point, I think we've now hit kind of where has all of that work actually resonated with the people we were building it for. And so we've kind of been able to breathe out over the last few weeks since going live and go, okay, 
this is this is working. We're getting customers. Yep. We're getting new businesses with coming soon. Shopify stores. We're getting Shopify Plus stores for some of New Zealand's biggest Good. electronic stores. Amazing. Don't know if it was Paul who you mentioned, you mentioned before with yeah, the uh, 3D he's got it on. Yeah, he I does. told him about it. Nice. And, yeah, uh, he hit me up. Did you mention a Golf Warehouse? Yes, Yes, correct. Golf Warehouse, yep. Playtech. <laughs> no, look, we love it. And, you know, we obviously have a, a Shopify Facebook group, which is the largest in New Zealand, close to 2,000 merchants. Um, we plugged it on there. We never plug anything. We get contacted by heaps of companies to yeah. you know, showcase their products and stuff like that. And I've never actually done it. But this here was so poignant, so like on – like timing was so right and when i looked at it and met with you and being out of new zealand you know local kiwi business mate why not yeah. you know so we're gonna um, look after any kiwi business that oh it comes our way um, hey we've got a lot of americans absolutely. and canadians listening to this podcast Likewise. so they still they still love for them as well we're global, so, we're global. Yeah, yeah it's a global yeah. app not just kiwis yeah can i bring it back i got some yeah, quick go graphic it, questions absolutely what is the most fraudulent product that always gets bought online Wow. Gift cards. Gift cards. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We've just had a merchant the other day tell us they had to take the gift cards off because of that reason. Yeah. Second most? Is it electronic uh, TVs? Electronics. electronics. Yeah. Yeah. TVs? Anything, TVs, laptops. Um, laptops mm. Yeah, anything anything in the electronic space that's small and can be shipped and resold. One of our yeah. favorite new customers yeah. um, sells yeah. pheromone oils and sprays and obviously oh, yeah. someone's stealing uh, Someone attraction get, oils. Get wow. Really yeah. needs so, it. Okay. so it's, it's we find it's like expensive items, obviously non-perishables, so mm -hmm. like things that highly valuable, resellable, um, but but also those products that are slightly embarrassing purchases as well, perhaps that you don't want to link to your card. We're actually seeing oh, them. Because up. they know they won't go to the bank to get that um That's the suspicion. Back. You're right. Yeah. Yep. I think that's off a movie. Yeah, anyway, um, that that is really interesting. And do you think they target specific websites, or they just go for it? Are they looking for like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn, this one's, I know, got some security in there. I'm not going to go through this one. I, I'm not sure. Is there any, any evidence that you see there? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, targeting. You mentioned like scattering across lots of merchants with stolen cards, but you might want to talk to that example we had in Florida, in Miami, with the multiple yeah. addresses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the, the profile of, of how uh, frauds, frauds, like people that are doing fraud will go and um, uh, exploit the store um, and the way that they do it. Um, it can be different across like different types of merchants depending on how they're targeting them. Um, like for example, the one that we had in Florida, um, they shipped um, all down the same street. So they got the fraudulent credit card and used one street to ship the product to and change the addresses all the way up and Change the buyer information, yeah, yeah. but the IP was the Still one. The same that one. was the, yeah, the IP address was the, the, the unique value right. across those. those I find those this stuff fascinating because yeah. you can't go to these them. links. You can't block them on Shopify. So yeah. we had this person being like, how can you help us? This is happening yeah. every hour I'm getting or every 10 yeah. minutes we're getting another one to the second on the street or the fourth address on the street. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just incredible. And, and, and people generally come and you can see from the behavior of them using spot risk that they're, you know, and when we also talk to them that they're, they're anxious, you know, they've actually like encountered this issue and they're like, oh my God, um, <laughs> you know, what do I do? How, how do I get help? So they're frantically searching for that help. Right. Those are yeah, the two people yeah. right there. Yeah. I'm starting up a store, yeah. like, is this actually a problem I need to solve now? And mm -hmm. for that, it's like, well, you're going to become a statistic. And if we go back to the bricks and mortar mm -hmm. example, yeah. everyone knows now you need some sort of security tags on your merchandise because yeah, you stay in business long enough. Is there a statistic, stolen. Jordan, of how often this happens? 
I can say it's, as I said earlier, it's 19% up year on year. Wow. Okay. $206 billion at risk last year. Whoa. Oh, sorry, this current year, actually, this current 2020. Year. Was there something about 21% of Shopify stores getting hit with fraudulent chargebacks? Yep. Annually, yeah. yeah. Annually. Annually. Yeah, and yeah. I think we, we so said in blank that's going to be over 25% by the end of this year if it's just rising there you go. with the One tide. One in four. Yeah, and so yeah. that statistic thing is a real thing. Why do you wear your seatbelt? Why do you have a security gate? Why do you have um, insurance? And we right. and we have a free plan for that exact reason. Mm. If you're not sure, it's like get us set up. Yeah, safety net for the future for if it does or when it does occur. Yeah, and then the more powerful plan that we're working on now for those Shopify Plus merchants who have experienced and need something yep. to stem the flow. Excellent. Okay, my final rapid question because I'm I'm very intrigued. Mm. Uh, we talked about it, it can understand the average time on the website or average order is a little bit out of the norm. Um, and this is where Spot detects these things. Uh, are you able to see this or can Spot detect the industry the person is in so it can compare, you know, the average time or average order value within the same industry across Good. You're, I'm nodding. You're, you're nodding. John's got yes. John John? yes. too. Have you coded this in? Rapid question. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Nice. Quick answer. Rapid answer for a rapid question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was not a rapid question, by the way. <laughs> no, I couldn't, I question, couldn't get to what I was yeah. trying to say. That's I was okay. like, all right, how's the easiest way? That's the network effect we're trying to bring up. Awesome. We understand that merchants like you. Because again, if you've just started, how do we know what a good order looks like. Exactly. Yeah. So until we can learn about your store, we leverage back on stores like you. So that yeah. be your region, your size, your average revenue, those kind of things. Mm. Yeah. Listen up, everyone on Shopify. Yeah. It just makes sense for everyone to go and install SpotRisk because you're all helping out each other. So come 100%. on. If you're just listening to this, uh, spotriskhq.com. I'm sure Rachel will be putting some links in the description. I believe there is a free sign-up plan at the moment. Anyone What's signing it? up yeah. um, as a listener, we can offer them free for 12 months oh, as part of this. Um, obviously, Kiwis and anyone internationally, happy to do that. Um, and then we will be having a paid plan that will come out at some point soon with some more advanced features, particularly right. some of those higher touch escalated. No matter order how many orders they're things. getting across the board. That's right. You're for now, free for any people that will sign up in a few months time, there will be a limited number of orders. But anyone that gets in fast as part of our kind of first three months after going live offer, we'll, we'll look after them for 12 Beautiful. months. We'll love it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't have any other questions. Like I said, it's something that I myself as a you know digital strategist this has to basically now start taking seriously and, and putting it as part of my proposal, you know, initial strategy for customers to think about. So I appreciate the time that you guys took to come all the way here and uh, really sort of educate me. Um, and, you know, this particular offering that you guys have here, you know, straight out of New Zealand for New Zealanders, but also for He's the world. He's proud of Love it, mate. Really I love is. it. <laughs> I'll say this to you guys. So here as an agency, there's certain apps that we have to install with every single build that we do. And Rewind is one of them, if you guys know about that. And that's backing up some content and data that Shopify actually doesn't do. And a lot of merchants don't do They must that. love us. Um, they, Rewind. Uh, Rewind does love us. Um, but what you've just brought to the table, is it just sounds like it's just another app that has to be installed as we commence with these builds for, for clients. Mm -hmm. So... So that's that confidence angle. Yeah. Put yeah. the confidence in so that when it does happen, you've got the protection. Yeah. Don't wait for it to happen and then react. Yeah. yeah. Well, the more and more did you know digital agency as an industry, especially in e-commerce, matures, the more merchants out there or you know 
people tasked with finding a new agency for for their replatform or build, um, the more they just trust the agency. And so if we don't actually make this as part of it, you know, it could come back on us like three or four months later, like, why didn't you put this as part of your, why didn't you recommend something like this? Like, blah, blah, blah. You become the, you know, the, the educator for them. So um, yeah, f- that's why I said before, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks guys. Don't want to have you. Shopify payments decline you because you've had too many chargebacks. Oh, exactly. Right. You don't no, want to no, lose no. that shop payments. Yeah, Shopify payments. Lads, is there anything that we uh, have missed here? Is there anything you guys want to say? If not, we're all good. No, thanks for thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, talking to this you. problem, yeah, um, yeah, it's appreciated. Hopefully, we can uh, help empower your merchants as well and yeah. safeguard the future. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And look, I mean, all the best with this. And hopefully, at some point, you guys can start getting your Sunday afternoon slash evenings back. Yeah, sounds like nah. a plan. Awesome. They don't exist as a business owner. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I've got some world where that happens at some point ever, which isn't true. Yeah. Love it. Hey, guys, while you're here, uh, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications, leave a comment, do what you need to do. Let us know who you want us to get onto the show next. Um, engage with each other. We'll probably throw this on the Shopify and Z Facebook group again. Now that people have a bit of listening, there's a bit of social proof, not just a link to an app and my words or my and Rachel words saying, hey, video. do this. So, um, yeah, let's see if we can uh, – can, can drum up some activity there and look from my side all the best for the future and look forward to seeing you guys on this journey thanks Jim awesome. thanks, go install spot risk